0: What is up, everybody? Joe Sim here with you, sitting across from a co-host. Anaya Bogue. You ready for this, Anea? I'm ready. You ready? Lay it on me. Rad Parenting, 100th episode right now. Wow. We did it. That's amazing. Can you believe it? Uh, I actually can't. From an idea that we thought about. I know. Let's throw some mics up, see if we have a chemistry to 100 episodes whoop later. Whoop. I feel
1: like we need to celebrate after we're done this episode. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: I still can't believe it. Is it too early for margaritas? No.
0: Wouldn't it be great if we had a bartender in here? Yes. Margaritas, <laughs> chips and salsa. What yeah. is up? Did you know that I had chips and salsa and margaritas at my wedding?
1: No, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was there other stuff besides? No, we based chips no,
0: we based, no, because I always wanted to have. When Karen and I went on our first date, we went to a place in, uh, in, um, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's on Sunset, uh, and it's. Um, uh, 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 gosh, it's the place right on Sunset Boulevard. It's, this, uh, it's right across the street from Guitar Center. I'm spacing on the name. Of it. It'll come to me in a okay. second. But there's this Mexican restaurant right there on Sunset Boulevard. And we went for our first date there. And, and when we were hanging out, I said, yeah, man, if I ever get married, I'm going to have chips and salsa at my wedding before the wedding and margaritas. And she was like, that'd be so cool. And when we got married seven years later, uh-huh. we had all that. And there's photos before the wedding starts, where we, we didn't want the drinks to be served before the wedding. Right. But the, the, the clientele that came to my wedding was like, hey, I'll have a margarita right now. They brought their own margaritas. It's 10 a.m., I don't mind. And so when, when you look at the photos, we, you know, because we weren't out there yet. So then when we came out to see everyone, everyone had drinks in their hands. Okay. Yeah. And they were happy. So margaritas <laughs> and chips and salsa played a very important okay. role in uh, our relationship. Nice yeah great
1: i can 't believe one hundred episodes i 'm very psyched about that yeah and yeah. I, and I keep we, I, I mean I told you I think I sent you a text earlier this week from somebody who 's a listener and uh, a client of mine. I work with the mom and I work with the daughter, and she shot me a text like, totally love that last episode, like I promise you i 'm going to sit down and write a review. It was so amazing like it 's going to you know totally guide me in what i 'm dealing with right now, and I just love I love hearing that
0: like, I never thought when we started it would have the type of response that it's had mm-hmm. i never thought we'd make i don't want to say i guess we're making an impact cuz we are but i i just never i i all i wanted to do honestly was i was like i want to get together with you Get a message out there. Try to help some other parents out. Maybe they'll come and see me do stand up and buy your book. There we go. Yeah. And from from that moment to where we are now, 100 episodes later, it's a trip. And recently, um, I had some friends literally this past weekend come visit us, and they were at our house, and they're old friends, <laughs> really great. No, I know this is this is crazy story. Just great, great friends. They're from Portland, and just um, it's a, it, I always say. Uh, it's my buddy. He owns uh, Revival Drums, Jose. You got to give Jose Medellis a shout out, Allison Medellis. I gave, I'm saying the full names. (laughs) And they came though and they listened to the show and and it was so great because they're like, man, we love the show. And they came in here and they sat in the studio. They sat in your chair Nice. and their son was here. And it was so funny because Karen came in and we were all hanging out together. And at a certain point, uh, what, uh, I think it was Allison she said oh my gosh it was, you know when we came on our trip to come to LA we had a whole family talk about what our expectations are and Karen was listening and she's like oh that's cool and she's like yeah because we didn't want to have what happened to you in Phoenix oh. and Joe had to fly you home and Karen just looked at me like what is he talking about and I <laughs>
1: and I realized oh whoa she hadn't listened to that episode and, and I forgot to mention that I was telling her about our family vacation yeah, yeah. because
0: we are so um transparent i think now with with our own families Mm -hmm. on the show Mm -hmm. i had a parent once say to me this one dad hit me a text wow you're you know you really put everything out there about your family (laughs) but he said it in a negative way yeah he's like you know you should be careful about that really yeah what'd you say how'd you respond um he was insinuating i think i give away too much about uh my kids right and how did you respond to that did. I, I just, I, you know what? I, I, I said, you know what? Um, <laughs> sorry. No, no,
1: I, I, I just. I'm a little feisty this yeah, morning, yeah. apparently.
0: I gave you coffee with sativa. Oh, yeah. What was it? No, not sativa. Stevia. Is it sativa <laughs> weed? Sativa? <laughs> yeah, sorry. What was the stuff I put in your coffee? Stevia, and it was awful. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry.
1: Keep going. So, no, how did you respond? My point
0: was is that someone said, you know, gosh, man, you know, I think maybe it might've been an episode they didn't listen to yet. And then afterwards they're like, oh, you know, my bad. I just was surprised you would talk about something like that. But I don't know, man, at this point we're hundred episodes in. Um, and I just know this, I know that I'm a way better dad and a way better husband. And I think I'm just a way better person in general since you and I started doing this because we talk about things each week and then I have the whole week to reflect on them and go, all right. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Yeah, I think and I think maybe I should work on that. Yeah, I think that and I think that's gonna take us nicely into today's episode because I think really what you and I have been committed to doing, and, and I we've got this in a lot of the emails, the feedback that we've gotten is that people don't feel like we're sitting here as these like sort of high and mighty, you know, we've figured it all out, and this is what the textbooks say, but also really basing it on our own personal experience and Trying to identify with our listeners, I mean, like this is you know we're in this we're, we're in the same thing you are, well, and and we all just need to sort of bring a lot of this because I think a lot of people when it comes to parenting, especially, there is a lot of ego involved. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we have to do it right, we have to get it right all the time, and uh, and and there's when nobody talks about how hard it is or the challenges or whatever, um, it gives people this false sense of like, well, I must just be like screwing up. I guess I'm not a very good parent because this feels really freaking hard. To me, and I think you and I have both been committed to wanting to say, oh, "Oh no, no, no!" Like it is hard. We're in it too. Well,
0: the perfect example was my friends from Portland coming to visit and say, "We've had a great trip because we actually sat down and wrote the expectations out. You know, we wrote well the people we wanted to try to see, yep. the people, the places we want to go, mm-hmm. where we're going to stay. We didn't just have this expectation of it's going to be the greatest trip ever, right. and and just we'll wing it. It was like we sat down now." You know, the first thing that goes through my mind is like, great, my trip to Phoenix was a nightmare. Your trip to L.A. is awesome.
1: <laughs> but that makes it so no, worthwhile, Joe. I know,
0: but it's, that's been the whole journey of doing this for the last 100 episodes As I've learned that my crash and burn has stopped other people from having to go through that. Yeah. I, I've met people at shows that will come up to me and, you know, say – Hey, that one episode you did where you, you know, maybe yelled at your son or your daughter and then mm-hmm. you talked about repairing the rupture. I never even knew about that. Now I do that. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, that episode you guys did on every need, you know, or every action, there's a need not being met. Never thought about that. Yeah. Whereas you and I have had to, you know, have those uh, those times happen in our lives to maybe come in here and talk yeah. about it. yeah. Which is going to roll right into what we're going to talk about today because we're always talking about... I feel in kids and, and raising our children, right. our sons, our daughters, whether it's from our first episode back when we started Daddy's Little Princess that really got the whole ball rolling on this, um, all the way to sleep training, all the way to how do you bring a pet home with your kid, yes. all the way to what to expect and not to expect. You know, we, We've run the gamut of all of the episodes that deal with our children. And uh, throughout the 100 episodes, I've always felt that we've talked about the parents the partners yep. the the captains of the ship yep. and i say captains yes. two people um but one of the things that i felt today and i just it was just because maybe it was our friends visiting and 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 karen and i and just everything you know karen and i are coming up on 20 years of being married crazy yeah and i think we we've been reflecting on it because you know we met so young mm-hmm. and and it and as much as it's been an awesome ride, and like I always say to people that like Karen and I are like the Rolling Stones of couples, mm-hmm. like on, on paper, you know, it's, it's, we've had our time. Like we should say, you know what, we're done. And then the other couples won't let us. They're like, no, you have to stay together. You know, <laughs> you guys are such a great couple. You're so inspiring. And then we look at each other and we're like, gosh, if they knew what was going on once the door shut, yeah. you know, it, it, I know it's not a, I know it's not a, a cakewalk being married to me. I, Get it. Um, but I also, Karen, I talk a lot about it. And it, it's really, and, and it's something, and I know that you're going to talk about something today that mm-hmm. our listeners are going to begin the journey with you on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you and I started talking about it, the word maintenance mm-hmm. came up. You mentioned it. So yep. I wrote that down. Yep. And I stared at it over the weekend and I was like, wow, we're always worried about you know, you and I are kind of the same. Like you do spin, I go for a run. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in our workout clothes half the time we're doing these shows. Yeah. So if everyone came in here, they'd be like, wow, what is that odor? It's a <laughs> name? Joe. No, it's, I mean, we're in workout clothes all the time. But the thing that I realized is that you and I, you know, you, you, we and, and the rest of the people listening to the show, we may, spend so much time maintaining, you know, I got to go to the gym or I got to watch what I eat. I got to do this. We're so much doing that. But a lot of times the partners, the captains of, of these of these families, how much time do you spend on the maintenance of yourself you know and and the maintenance and the of your relationship yes. mm-hmm. so there you go Yeah. Nice. that is the topic and i'm just throwing it out on the table it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be about the kids today it's really going to be about maintaining that relationship with your partner yeah and 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 then Throwing out there the ups and downs of being together for 20 mm-hmm. years. I still don't know how Karen and I have done it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there should be, I want a day off. I want, I want America to stop everything and be like, we are celebrating you guys pulling it off. But I'll tell you right now, and I'll use the analogy of bands, sometimes we've made amazing records and have great eras, and then there's eras that aren't so great, yeah. but you know what? Neither one of us ran to the exit, right? And that's the question that I'll kind of answer why I think. Okay. So th- that's kind of what I want to throw out on the right. table. Right.
1: So, so, so to be clear, I think what we're saying here is that, of course, this, as always, is going to, when you're married, or if you're just in a long-term committed relationship, you haven't actually formally, you know, gotten the government involved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and- that, I I think it's so important
0: you make that. Yeah. Because you know what. Uh, there's so many families and couples that are together that never went and and did that and they're just it's it's this whole show is about just everyone yeah. living underneath one roof with someone else. That's right, and trying to make it all happen, and,
1: and having that commitment. And so, of course, the idea. So, what I I think when we, you and I were sort of throwing this around, to me, if we think about the, that core relationship, your marriage or your you know long term committed relationship, um, that is the foundation and the container, if you will, uh, that. The, the, your children, that you're raising your children in. And so no different than, you know, the analogy I gave you was, you know, the house that we live in, you know, if, if your, even if your house was paid off tomorrow, like you bought it cash, which is so rare for any of us, particularly those of us who live in California. Um, but it wouldn't just be like, okay, so done deal, never have to spend a cent on that again. Of course not. Anybody who owns a house knows that it is Constant maintenance. There are going to be cracks. There are going to be, you know, paint that's chipping off and blah 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 weathering. So I think that the way I would like to approach the show is looking at it as you know we've talked a little bit about the importance of being a united front as that applies to the kids. We've talked about the importance of date night as a way of um, helping to maintain or nurture your relationship. But I think what we're doing today is really doing a deep dive into. Up, really focusing on the, the relationship itself.
0: One other episode I want to mention too, uh, th- a third episode uh-huh. that you and I did uh, was when before you even have kids. Ah, oh, yes. Remember when we did the episode yes. of writing down here are
1: the things. Here to are think the about.
0: things. You know, let's talk about religion. Let's talk about what mm-hmm. our sex life will be once we have mm-hmm. kids. Let's talk about, you know, our career. Yeah. That was a great episode too. So, yeah. that, you know, we've kind of all touched on that. Now we're touching on, all right, here we are. Let's talk about that relationship and maintaining it.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, or uh, or not. Or not. Although although I would argue that once you have children together, there's always going to need to be some form. And I don't. I I just hesitate to use the word maintenance as I, I don't. Sometimes it is going to feel like we just got to do what we got to do. Nobody likes to like be patching cracks in their in their house or you know in their foundation or dealing with a, a water leak, but we do it. And and there is a sense of like. I understand why I'm doing this because this matters. This is our home, and I and so I think when we say maintenance, we're really coming from a place of, you know, how to me anyway. I'll speak for myself that that primary relationship or marriage. Um, I, I'd like to talk today about what are some of the key things that that really are essential to not just like getting by, but. Nourishing that relationship so that it does remain uh, healthy and strong. and And really important here, folks, is what it's modeling for our children who as i always say have a front row seat because that's informing them as to what their expectations should be you know and we're battling hollywood hollywood's version of what a, a relationship sh- should be which i think sets up a lot of false expectations either like oh yeah just bail or you know oh no it's always supposed to be rosy or you know and and so we really want to kind of push back against that so that's what we're going to dive into today
0: i love it i love it why don't you you know Because of everything that's going on in your life right Mm -hmm. now, I kind of want to hand it over to you to kind of kick it off and kind of walk our listeners through everything you just mentioned right there and also how it pertains to you right now in your life.
1: Oh, Joseph. So, yeah. So I'm, so interestingly, I mean, this is a really relevant topic for me right now because I'm actually like actually going through a divorce right now. And uh, anybody who's listening, who's, you know, and I will admit that once upon a time, I just didn't think that that would be such a big deal. You know, sort of like, you know, when I had children, I remember thinking, wow, like if my marriage doesn't work out, I can get divorced, but these kids are forever. There's no divorcing my kids. And, and even, and as I said that, I, was, I, I said it sort of flippantly as if like, well, you, you, just, you just get a divorce. And, and again, anybody who's listening, who's been through this will understand that it is one of the most difficult things, especially when you have kids, because you're not just making a, a decision that is, you know, got a lot of fear attached to it, um, has a lot of complexities to it for yourself and, and the other adult in the picture, you're making a decision that is going to impact your kids. And we've talked before about, and I I absolutely believe, and I'm living it right now, that it is absolutely possible to make a decision that your, your marriage or your relationship is no longer healthy or supporting your individual and your partnered growth, um, and by extension, the healthy growth of your children. Um, and so it's time to call this a um, and to do it in a way that is still loving and respectful to each other and by extension to your children, um, it, it, I absolutely believe it's possible if both parties are committed to that. Um, so uh, I think we're saying marriage is hard and sometimes it doesn't work yeah, out, but it, I'd love to talk about like some of the things that I think people can do to have the best shot at, at really Having a long term, healthy marriage um, and 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 or coming to clarity that it it is no longer the right thing for everybody involved, and so to to uh, uh, you know bring it to a close in a way that is respectful. And the reason
0: that we the reason I threw you on the hot seat mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. uh, obviously we talked off air about doing this show. Mm-hmm. and one of the things I remember when I met you, mm-hmm. and if you've listened to the show, it's been an ongoing. It's been a. It's been a thread with you throughout all the shows. You always said that, and I remember, and I and and it was a question that went through my mind is when you said, you know, if you're phoning it in and the marriage is at a point where it, it it's not growing and and people aren't growing within it within mm-hmm. it, then that's a potential cause for it to be over. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a long time when you said that. I think a lot of our, li- I know that if I'm listening to the show right now, I mean, let, you know, you look at your marriage and you're like, is it as great as I thought it was going to be? Is, is the partnership between the two of us as great as I thought it was going to be? And is it what I, what I expected? Mm-hmm. Once again, the expectations. Yeah. And when, when I look at my relationship with, with my wife for 20 years, there's been a lot of, there's been so much greatness, a, apart from the bad times, yeah. you know, yeah. really. And, yep. and, I, and I realized this, and, I, and I, I'm going to be so honest, is that bef- be, once we had kids was where it really got tough. Mm-hmm. And I, I make a joke on stage about all the time, and, and I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way that's going through a divorce because it's not funny. It, I don't be, I'm not being hurtful. It's just a joke that I used to say, if I ever got divorced with my kids... And we were sitting there. It was the four of us sitting down, Karen, me, and the kids. And we're sitting down. I would say to these kids, hey, I want you to know, you know right now, mom and dad are getting separated. They're getting divorced. And I want you to know that the reason that's happening is because of you. <laughs> Before you showed up, it was awesome. Yes. We weren't prepared. Yeah. I wasn't. I'll be honest. Yeah. As a dad, I don't know how many times I've sat in this orange chair mm-hmm. and, and, or you know been in this studio when there's arguing going on and things are being said to each other, because I work from home, everybody. So it's like, you know, everyone's running here. She said this, he did that, da, da, da. What are, you know, and going back and forth, Karen and I are sitting here. And I, there's been so many times I'm sitting over there at, looking at these two chairs where you and I sit and I go, I'm not a rad parent. I'm in the, I'm in, this is crazy. Yeah. What happened? You yeah. know, in our marriage, ah. But we don't both run to the exit. And I, and I, I realized this recently with Karen and I, was I said, man, for what we have, what we are going through at this moment with two teenagers. Sure. And I know everyone (laughs) listening right now, for the people that have teenagers, you're like, yeah, dude, I've been in like, I'm just not where you're at. This is my first time being a dad. And this is my and I've said this before, first time being a dad, first time they're being teenagers. We're all learning. Yeah. And Sure, it's chaotic, and I was I wasn't prepared for it. I I didn't take one parenting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Karen, same boat. And mm-hmm. we're doing the best that we can. But I realize that we're still in love with each other, and it's still meant to be because we have been thrown some curveballs that if it wasn't, we would run for the exits. Right.
1: And I think that that is really the key. And it's some you know, there's a number of ways to evaluate. You know, like are we? Because I think that marriage. There's this fine line where when you have a commitment like marriage, where I think in previous generations, it was like, you yep, know, till death do us part, blah, blah, blah. And when when people were living to 35 or 40, that made much more sense than <laughs> the kind of commitment totally. we're signing on for now, um, f- you know, when we're living to 70, 80, 90 years old. And um, I think that it's important and what I'd really like to talk about today is what are some of the like what are the what are the criteria that we need to look at so that We know we we are able to define in those moments when our marriage is as it should be, like any commitment, when we make a commitment or we create a contract or whatever, part of the reason that's there is so that on a bad day or a bad week or a bad month, we're not like, I'm bailing um, because we understand that we've made this commitment, but then there's that fine line of when does that commitment, when is it holding us into something that's unhealthy, that we need to move on from, or it needs to change significantly or whatever, um, and, and how to identify the, the, those subtle differences and, and how to move through that.
0: Great, I wanna jump into that. You're listening to Rad Parenting, we're talking about marriage, we're talking about relationship, long-term, living under the roof, Anaya just said it, wow. When it all started, people lived to be like 21 or 35. Now they're living (laughs) to be 90. Are you ready for that ride, what it takes to stay together, or what it takes to call it a day? You're listening to Rad Parenting. We're going to hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back after this. Rad Parenting, Joe Sib here, sitting across from my co-host, Anaya Bogue, diving into a topic that we've never really... Not like this. ...talked about... (laughs) Uh, like we are today. Mm -hmm. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about long-term relationships. We made that clear at the beginning. You know, ring on your finger, promise at the church, whatever, government involved, that's not important to us, just two people making a commitment to each other to say, hey, we're going to raise these kids. Mm -hmm. We're going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. The captains of the ship. Uh, Anea, you were just about to dive into really looking at a few ideas and thoughts to have in place to keep the relationship strong. And then also, in your case, um, you're currently getting ready to go through a divorce or you're going through mm-hmm. it. You're literally in it. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about that as well. And I hate putting you on the hot seat, but okay. I know that people are listening to the show right now are like, wow, okay, I'm going through that too. Mm-hmm. My ears are open. Let me hear.
1: So, well, I think, why don't we just start from the beginning? Because that's how it all sort of like, you know, that's how I process it in my mind. So I think, you know, as we've talked about before, you know, we did the show on, here are like nine questions to ask each other before you decide to have kids. Well, at that point, you're already into the marriage. So I would say if we could go back even a step further, I think it's important that we... We are really clear, just like we did the show about expectations for a trip. For goodness' sake, if we're going to sit down and say, let's talk about our expectations for the trip, so that they're reasonable, so that we can try to fulfill as many of them as possible. I feel like so many of us, because we get caught up in that script. I've talked about the script before in different contexts. Of like, here's what we're supposed to do. You know, like by such and such an age, you know, this person that I, if I really dig this person, like now's about the time I should be getting married. And I think that we are not given tools at the beginning or or guiding questions for co- really important conversations to get clear about are we on the same page in terms of our values you know what do you want what do i want and i would say the most important thing is that individually this is this is according to anea that our most important commitment as individuals is to our ongoing growth how do we become the best, fullest, truest versions of ourselves? And so in the context of a marriage, to me, the biggest part of that commitment is, how am I going to remain committed to what is my personal growth? And how am I simultaneously, because I've now entered this committed relationship, going to support that for you? And and really the deal breaker to me is, if at such time you, let's just say, Joe, you and I are in a relationship, your growth your need for your personal growth somehow is is got to like move outside like our relationship would be limiting your ability your opportunity for your and i'm not talking about like to make more money that may be in there but i'm really talking about like you being able to be the truest fullest version of yourself And, um, and so then once we, you know, if you've, if you've gotten to that point, you've had those conversations and if you haven't, I think you can still have them at any time. Um, but if you're already in it, have them quick. And then, and then we go through the conversation of, okay, so now how do these, how do our values mesh? And if we're going to bring kids into the world, how are we going to maintain this primary commitment, which is again, to our individual growth into our truest fullest versions of ourselves, and how are we going to support each other in that? And I think that's where, when we have kids in our marriage, we start to get derailed because we go into this sort of like day-to-day survival mode where it's like, we just got to make sure the kids have what they need. And our own personal needs are often, or and sometimes it's the personal needs of one partner over another are, are taken care of. Sometimes it's based on personality, and, um, you know, and so even in a situation just by way of example, and I know this is something that you know you and Karen decided in your marriage was you know she left her her career because she felt like it was important if I'm going to have kids I don't want to I don't want them to be an afterthought I don't want to have to be squeezing them in with everything else that I do that's a conscious choice.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important for the listeners to know that the job that she was, she was a she was a makeup artist mm-hmm. working on television as well as movies. So she was she was doing these hours like when crazy hours. Yeah, you knew, anyone that's in the industry knows it's fifteen to twenty hours, or you know, it's like it's, it's like long days. twelve to fifteen hour days. Right. And what ended up happening was when we had my daughter, she went, she took the time off, and then went back to work, and she went on location for one week. And it and went back to the twelve and fifteen hour days or whatever. And at the end of that first week or you know, first few weeks or whatever, she made the decision, you know what? I um didn't want to become a mother so that um I'm not gonna be able to be there. Now, people listening to the show. Um, we were in a place financially that we were lucky enough that I was able to say, "Hey, you know what um okay we I can do that and mm-hmm. and I know that there 's a lot of people listening to the show that are like, "Yeah, it must have been nice to do that because we couldn 't do that and and for those parents out there, I know that because that 's the family I was raised in, so yep. I was super fortunate that we were able to do it um, but what what ends up hap what ends up happening is that you know Karen really turned over to um, raising kids, homeschooling, doing everything—really diving in—and make. I mean, that's you know, and, and for the moms out there that are doing it, and the dads out there and doing it, they know it's a full-time gig. Yeah, it's a full-time gig, and and then all of a sudden, I feel like it's a tornado, and I feel like a relationship's like a tornado too. That if you're not careful, you really lose yourself to this tornado before exactly. you know it. Before you know it, you're spinning and you're in the eye of the storm. You don't even know you're in the eye of the storm.
1: Yes, yes, and, and so and so that's really where I think like if people. Had somebody, and this is, I think, our generation is really interesting, right? Because we had parents, I mean, your parents divorced, my parents have been married for 53 years, but it's really in our generation that it's becoming more common to, like, if this isn't working out, then we bail. As opposed to, you know, our parents' generation, it was still like we didn't have a 50% divorce rate. And so people really were sticking it out. And I'm, and so to be clear, I'm not advocating for people to not stick it out. What I'm advocating for is for, if, if we're going to stick it out with marriage, first of all, hopefully it doesn't feel like that. Hopefully it feels like I'm making a conscious choice, not from a place of fear, but because I value this and I value this commitment and I need to find out if I'm going to maintain, if I'm going to sign on to maintain this relationship, that I'm taking care of myself within that and I'm making sure that I'm looking out that my partner's doing the same. And I think sometimes what happens um, as as fortunate as, as as many people feel like it is to to have the option to say okay, so I'm going to stay home, you are going to you're, you're going you're gonna to go to work, I'm going to contribute this way, you're going to contribute monetarily, um, that we 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 lose sight of the fact that oh, wow, my partner who's at home with the kids might be losing their sense of identity, might not be taking any time for self-care because everything is about these kids where I'm out in the, in the, in the adult world, I'm feeding my, my passion in terms of my career or whatever. And so I'm being fed and I feel really, really good. What's your problem? And I think that that's, where, that's a classic example of everything has to be, in my opinion, as a team saying... What's important to you? How are you feeling? Are we are we on track with you staying committed to your personal growth, me supporting you in that, and vice versa? Because otherwise, if it is always about the children, at some point resentment is going to build up. It's gonna build up as a parent with those children, it's gonna build up for your partner that whoa, 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 wait a minute, we're supposed to be looking out for each other and making sure we're both still, you know, no different than literally eating. Like if you were like your partner was putting food down for you and your kids, and they were like, Well, if there's any left, I'll get some for myself, you'd be like, hey, like whether that's the mother or the father or whatever, like, no, 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 Like you need to eat too, or this ship is going to go down because you're going to bail or you're going to get sick or whatever. Everybody's not going to be happy. And so that I think has got to be one of the through line commitments is really a marital commitment or a commitment to long-term partnership with children has to be the acknowledgement of our individual growth needs to be our own individual responsibility and we need to be looking out for each other because that's the foundation in the container, just like cracks in the house or whatever.
0: Okay. I'm going to, first of all, um, I love the fact that you said uh, you do believe that uh, there is moments where you, not that you stick it out when, you know, there's uh, you know, bad things certain, happening. Yeah, there's, you know, and, yeah. and we don't need to go into the bad things, but, you know, put in there bad things. That's when you don't stick it out. You know, you go, okay, th- th- it's not safe. This for the isn't kids. healthy or
1: safe. Yeah. It isn't
0: healthy or safe. That's not what we're talking about tonight. Right. Because that's important that you say that because I know for me, and, you know, for me and, and my relationship for the last 20 years, I'm, you know, and if Karen was sitting here right now and, and she, you know, she probably will, you will hear this at some point, there has been, Plenty of times in the relationship that, like I said, there's been eras, there's been times that the relationship was not rad. It wasn't, you know, it's like, uh, like I said about like, it's like a band, you know, like, you know, I'll use the stones or ACDC, like, yeah, man, I love you know dirty deeds. I love the you know highway to hell. Come on. But you know, later on, Brian Johnson starts losing his voice. Some of those records, you're like, eh, that's not really mm-hmm. my favorite. And I feel like relationships sometimes yes. are in those eras. But I do believe that out of those eras, if the two people, the two partners are aware of that, because there's been times I've said to Karen. Hey, you know what? It's not the best right now between you and I. And Karen has said that to me. Mm-hmm. Joe, it's not the it's it's not the best between us right now because we have this going on, we have that going on. This just happened because as much as you want to plan for having kids, you know, you can sit down and write lists all day long, but constant curveballs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. once once these people show up, you know everything from the way your child learns mm-hmm. everything to the way you, you know if, if there's any health issues yeah. if there's any issues uh, with uh, school behavior just everything yes. you know you throw in any of the curveballs that can be thrown at you all of a sudden that throws everything and and no matter what the the, the love and and the parenting of your child's always going to win out yes. i've learned that mm-hmm. you know if you try to compete with that if you're listening to my voice right now and you're like, well, you know, my wife just is so much all about the kids and I just feel it's not about me anymore or your husband or your partner is just like, bah, 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 and you're going to try to compete with that, dude, that's a no-win situation right there. That's a no-winner right there. And I'm telling you from a dude that has that felt that way, I'll, what I will say though is, is that if you can communicate and if you can say, hey, I really think we need to have our time here mm-hmm. That right there is what keeps it together. The moment that the other partner says no, it's about them, and and starts leaning solely on only the kids, and then you're like, wait a minute, you know, we gotta, we're the captains, and yes. all of a sudden now we now now it feels like we're not, and it feels like one captain, it feels like I've been, I'm you know I'm not even on the ship anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Later, you yeah. Know, that's where I think the the situation of people not growing together can happen because yes. I'll tell you this right now, Karen and I h- h- have grown. She's turned me on to so many. I mean, who I was when I met her at twenty three to who I am at fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm a total different person mm-hmm. because of her. She, you know, whether it's turning me on to Buddhism, whether it's turning me on to hey, you really talk loud a lot. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah. and also hey, you know, years you know years ago, hey man, you say hurtful, mean things. Yeah. And you're really good at figuring out people's combination. Stop that. Yeah. You know, I had to go yeah. take I had to, I had to take a break sure. and not, you know, do some work on myself so that I wouldn't say those things. Now does that happen still here and there? The old habits are hard to break. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think the growing on my end was to acknowledge, whoa. Okay, I can't be rolling like I was when I was 25 at 35. Yes, And I can't be rolling like I was at 35 at 55. Right. That's is that the type of growth you're talking about amongst each other?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. So so what I think the example that you just gave. So so a couple of things. Number one, I would re- I would reference that those I, what did you call them e- eras? I call them there eras. Are, there There's are eras of a relationship. Okay. There are ebbs and flows in absolutely everything absolutely everything. It's it's even a pl- like night and day is an example of an ebb and flow, right? Um, so I'm going to be so
0: lame right now and listeners are going to be like never listening to the show again cuz Joe just admitted he's a moron. I don't know e- what is ebbs and flow. Mean? Ebb
1: ebb and flow. Yeah, so it, an ebb is like yeah. a is like a Sorry a, everybody. That's okay. So the the flow, let's talk about tides. You you'll get this cuz you're you're, 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 a, you're a surfer. So the ebb would, would would be when the tide is out, like when the when there's lots of beach, right? Got it. Got it. And the flow would be when the water's coming in. High time. Right. So yes. Yeah, so in 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 a in a woman. Oh, you're saying it comes in and it goes out. That that's right. So Got there it. are times when you're flowing and everything's like on track, and you're just like, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling you. We're 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 hitting the mark. We're, we're speaking each the other. same language. We're feeling each other. Blah blah blah. Love it. The Ebb is like like I feel a little more distance or I'm dealing with something right now that I have to be hyper focused on and that is making it more difficult for me to be as attentive to like you know our our relationship and being all lovey-dovey because I'm really struggling with something and wow. that could be anything from like I'm not happy with my job or I just lost one of my parents or you know whatever like yeah. though so th- there are natural ebbs and flows and I think it's about you know there's a difference between an ebb like there's a little dip in the energy, or there's something that, you know, I or my partner struggling with versus like, okay, that's a red flag, like infidelity or lying, or addiction. addiction, or you know, these kinds of things that that create something that is beyond an ebb. It's a rupture. It's a it's a thing that can create lasting damage instead of being like, you know, and I think that the examples you gave were really brilliant because that's also part of the commitment to I'm gonna support. Like, I'm committed to my own growth and supporting yours. That example that you gave of Karen saying, "Uh, dude, you're 35. And here, I think it's reasonable to expect that you're not still behaving like you're 23. Here's what I need or here's what I'm seeing. And I think for folks that are listening, like, I'm, I'm really wanting to employ this more like going forward in my life is... And I just saw these friends of mine got married at the end of October and part of their vows... Um, to each other was like, I'm always going to remind you that I'm on your side. And this whole idea of like, we're in this together. That's this so is an funny. adversarial. I say that to Karen all the yeah, time. It's I go, babe, babe, great, babe, I'm on your team. Yes. I'm on your side. It's such a great opening. And especially, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that when it comes from a place of sincerity. So Karen saying those things to you was not like, oh my God, Joe, like I think you're a freaking idiot. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, can you go fix this? She was saying like, I love you, and yeah. this isn't working. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're more than this. It's time to grow beyond this, totally. right? And you got to so- break
0: those habits. You got to break that, that, that. Uh, you got to break that. Um, what, what's it, that reflex? You got to yes. break that. That way that your mind is working that way. That's right. Those, those are not going to work. Uh, underneath this roof, and it's going to be detrimental to everyone involved. That's, Got it. That's Point right. Taken. Out of here. Got to fix that. Exactly. Uh, you know,
1: or, or or no, I can't. I think that's unreasonable. We need to have a conversation. If you're seeing it as something that's really problematic, because this is kind of who I am. Like whatever it is, I think our tendency, especially, and this is where the whole like the marriage container, like it becomes a prison, <laughs> in a really negative sense. When it's like, but I'm too afraid to like call that out and then have to look at maybe we have an issue here or hear my partner say I'm not changing that I'm sorry you don't like that like I, and so that forces us to just sort of suck it up and then the behavior continues and we become more and more resentful no different than when you know our kids are sucking us dry which you know many of us have that experience and we don't pause and say Whatever it looks like, whatever our budget can can you know withstand, blah blah blah. I need and also we need to carve out time to take care of our individual selves and to to put some water and nurture our relationship.
0: I'm telling you right now, that's what's kept Karen and I together. Yes, because no matter what, and I feel that, and I'm I'm going to say this. I feel that that's uh, my gig in the relationship. I feel that like like know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Yeah. Um, one of my strengths is I, I feel that I'm good with being able to to pick up on like, hey, you know what? You don't even see that we need a break right now yeah. because you're so in it. Yes. And I'm here to I'm going to parachute in. I'm going to pull you out like fireman yes. style. Like here I go. And I really and, and and even now, and and I'm speaking to the parents that that have the teenagers. Or, or even for the parents at a certain point going into it. I got, I'm in the middle of a 13 and 16 year old. And the only analogy that I can go with is that the 16 year old right now, I feel that we're, we've been on the roller coaster. We went through all the loops. We went upside down. We went vertical. We went higher than you can imagine. We went lower than you can imagine. And now we're coming in that straight track where you're like, oh gosh, I can't wait to get off this. Like, I really feel that. Yeah. The, 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 probably the most intense, thing that's just crazy is that we're literally walking off of that ride. And now with my 13 year old son, I feel that I'm in that line to get back on the ride. I'm not even, I'm not even on it. I haven't even got the ticket. I got the ticket and I'm waiting. I'm looking. <laughs> you're in that I, gnarly I, queue that and I'm goes on forever. seeing people coming out like, I just threw up. And you're like, I don't want to go. And I have yeah. to get back on it. And, and with him, these loops I think are even bigger and they're I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And and I can tell you right now, I look at Karen sometimes and I think the only thing we have to do is just hold each other's hand and go. All right, like everything else is on hold. We mm-hmm. got to get through this moment, this mm-hmm. era. And yeah. then I'll see you on the other side. Right. I'm down for this, though.
1: Right. Okay. So yeah, and the and the key thing is there that that you are holding each other's hand and you're saying we're in this together. And yeah. I've talked before. I honestly believe, and what I can say, and I just like saw my parents last week who've now been married for I don't know 52 53, or 53 years. years. Yep. In Canada, they. It was always a conscious commitment and awareness that these kids that we're all focused on. Are going to be gone at some point, and there will still be the two of us. And so that that container, that foundation, has to be taken care of. It can't. We can't go on autopilot with our marriage and make it all about the kids and lose. Like, stop holding hands. Stop. Stop being connected and remembering that we're a team in this. And um, because if 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 you do it's going to be difficult like folks when you there life happens and when we are so focused on the kids and we're we're meeting other people out in the world and we're 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 nurturing something else that is not our relationship we're not paying attention to it we're not communicating we're not sharing then all of a sudden those kids are gone you're like uh, hmm hey uh, so you look familiar to me but all of that energy that connects you has not been nourished for so long that it's going to be difficult to find your way back and so um so I you know I, I definitely before before we leave I want to make sure that I sort of to I I have some thoughts and I, I have these thoughts also as somebody who's currently going through a divorce and being like here are some of the things that maybe might have made a difference Um uh, and, Let's go for it. With and, that said. Okay. So, with that
0: said and they abog, so go. So I
1: would say the first thing we've already said, which is go into it. And if you're already in it, it's, it's not too late. Sit down. And I would really, really encourage you separately and then come together with what are your expectations for, you, for your relationship. And the slightly deeper dive on that is, where do those expectations come from because you want to check yourself on that like is this a reasonable expectation or have i been sort of programmed either through you know media or through what i saw it in my family or or just the way people talk about it like it's just this romantic wonderful thing um, do i have reasonable expectations and as part of that I'm going to just throw it out there that the starting place and the ending place has to be, we are two individuals, our commitment to our individual growth, and as a couple to support each other's growth is of paramount importance. How do we track that? How do we make sure that we're doing our part and how do we do our part in supporting our partner? That's number one. Number two is um, make time... In my mind, in an ideal world, an anniversary would not just be like, we made it another year, like check, but... Let's sit down. Like to me, the 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 most useful um, thing to do with an anniversary is to sit down and say, "Where are we at?" how has our last year looked what 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 do we what have we done that we feel really psyched about that's keeping us keeping the glue keeping us connected not because we have to be because we want to be and what are the things that we might need to change what's working for you what's not what what do you need more of as, as, as to fulfill your commitment to your individual growth what do you need more of from all that stuff right so that's the second thing
0: I love that because companies do that you're in business you do that how does this year reflect to last exactly. year exactly like where like a are we review? up where are we down absolutely
1: a yearly review, like it, it shouldn't, my gosh, if it's important in a job, how can it not be important in a marriage, right? And I think a lot of us have fear about that because we are sometimes afraid. Like, what if our partner says that like, this is not working for them? Like, that's too scary. So we're just going to like push past it. And I will, I mean, here I go, I'm very public. I absolutely, if there is one thing that I, and there's, there's more than one thing, but one thing absolutely that I am working at getting better at is not being fearful of having difficult conversations that, that need to be had. We have to shed light on things like tucking things away or or compartmentalizing them doesn't make them go away. It just makes them continue to grow in the dark, probably into something that they don't have. To. Like it's almost like it becomes a mutation instead of a healthy um, inspiration for for change, right? And growth. So so that's number two is make your anniversaries about like yearly reviews and figuring out what have we done that's working, what's not. How do we? What do we want to do differently? On a more sort of like day to day, or I would. Say you know weekly basis, folks. We schedule our kids' extracurricular activities. We've got you know violins, yes. soccer, karate, jujitsu. Yes, and and I've said this on a previous show there if if those things are important to us as parents like we're like well this is fulfilling my role as a parent to make sure that my kid has these different extracurriculars and these experiences and the opportunity for growth somewhere in there let me tell you that it will absolutely benefit your kids for you and your partner to be scheduling time maybe drop an extracurricular get a sitter and go and spend One of those like extracurricular two-hour windows together, and leave your kids at home, so that on a weekly, regular basis, you are having face time. You are having connected, focused time on the two of you. I I cannot tell you. I mean,
0: that right there is is what I would say. And I hate saying this, like the reason we're together twenty years, and you know, but that has so much to do with it. Even down to. Making time to have coffee and, and the kids seeing us out front. And I go, hey, guys, this is mom and dad's time. Yeah. Hey, mom and dad are going to go do this. Really? We, I mean, a couple weekends ago, it was like, where are you guys going? I yeah. go, don't worry about it. Yes. We're taking
1: off. and, and what Now, is they're so- older,
0: and I can say that. I'm yep. not saying they throw that you know five and six-year-old. But I'm saying, yeah, they, they saw us. Yeah, wow, okay, mom and dad yes. are doing this. Hey, phones ain't getting picked up. Because we're going to have some time together. And
1: I can remember, I've said this before in the show, I can remember feeling resentful of my parents, like taking weekends you know, to themselves and leaving us with our grandparents. And even though it was awesome, let me tell you, to be with our grandparents, there were times when I'd be like, really, again, you're going on a trip without us? But they that's where I started to hear early on after you and your brother are gone, your dad and I still have to have each other. And so I really believe that that is absolutely connected to their, the longevity of their relationship. And the, and the, and the other thing like attached to that is if you are having difficulty with dealing with things that are being thrown at you and having that time where the two of you can sit together and have a productive, healthy conversation and have, you know, action steps on the other side of it, please do not hesitate. If you, if you can afford it, um, and, and, and if you, you know, get, get go to couples counseling. I mean, I know people that have amazing marriages and some, for some of them, it's their, like, their second marriage and this time they're like, nope, not screwing this up. We are going to go like every other week and we're going to have a third party there that's going to help us to navigate some of the stuff that's more challenging for us or just give us, that's part of their scheduling time together. We know we have to fulfill that because there's another person waiting and we're paying for that. And if you can't afford to go to couples counseling, there's so many great books out there that you can read to together, that will give you action steps and things that you can practice. Um, and, and this is all connected to being a good parent, because yeah. if your marriage is in the toilet and and divorce is difficult and it's it's hard on your kids, if you really are committed to like, we want to hold this together, then don't just phone it in. Don't Karen, just like Karen rack up I, the anniversaries.
0: Yeah, I want everyone to know. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it. Karen and I've had the same counselor from when we were dating Nice. Now.
1: I did not know that, Yeah, Joseph. you didn't know that? Yeah.
0: No. Same woman
1: the whole ride. See, I think that that is really, I mean. We were
0: going to see her before we even got married, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's a bad, you know, why would you go see someone before you get married? And we were like, you know, we lived together. I yeah. don't know. Went and saw her, and then we would ch- we've checked in with her uh, over the entire 27 years. Yeah.
1: And I think that's amazing. She knows, everything she knows about, your journey. Yeah, she knows that's journey. right. And, 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 so, I mean, obviously if you're working with somebody that's not working for you, find it, find a new one, but how brilliant to have somebody long term. It's worth the
0: investment. It's worth the investment people. I'll tell you right now. And I know a lot of people, one of the partners might be like, we don't need to go talk to someone. And the other part, you know what? I, I can just tell you right now. Um, If you get in there with a third party, it helps so much. Hey, before we got out of here, um, I got to say this, Anaya. Thank you uh, on behalf of all the listeners for being so transparent today. And I hope I didn't put you on the hot seat too much.
1: <laughs> well, you did, but you know what? I really want to come. I don't I don't want to be afraid, and I want our listeners to feel like, you know, this is the real deal, and you and I are in it, and this is just another thing. Like it's another, it's another part of the deal. And on and the
0: hundredth episode. On too. the hundredth episode. Wow. wow. What will it be like on the two hundredth episode? I don't know. Oh my Stay gosh. Tuned. Oh my gosh. The journey <laughs> continues. Hey, thank you everyone for listening to Rad Parenting. Thank you for uh the uh, the iTunes reviews. Thank you for uh, hitting us the emails. And if you have any questions or anything you want Want to ask about this episode Hit us an email Radparenting At gmail.com I want to give a shout out To Shelly Our show's producer uh, We're on Instagram now uh, We also are on Twitter And it's Rad Parenting Show And um, you can always Follow us at Facebook Rad Parenting Go to our website too Rad underscore parenting com uh, All the episodes Of all the shows All hundred up there now And uh, thank you all For taking the time To listen to it uh, Listen to us uh, My name is Joe Sib And Anaya Bogue And we're out of here LATE! Late.